Hey, America. Start, start, start listening, listening now. now. Ooh, balmy one today, too. <laughs> well, this week, we're, uh, we're going to be taking a look at the uh, Second Chance OGAE stuff. Uh, so keeping close to theme, we're going to just replace ourselves uh, with everyone who came in second place for our own hosting chairs. I have mean? the results from the selection process, so I will be replaced with Eric. Uh, Eric will be replaced with Sam. Okay. Sam is going to be replaced with Derek. Uh, and Derek is going to be replaced by a lukewarm slice of Marie Callender's sweet potato pie. Ooh. Roll that music, pie slice. And welcome to another thinly sliced episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision Song Contest podcast from America, a country I want to not have to write jokes about anymore. The country that is a joke. Uh, there we go. <sighs> Danny's writing those now. And I'm Eric. And I'm Derek. <laughs> I'm Samantha. And I'm Danny. Yeah. During the during the music just now, the... Sweet Potato Pie uh, said a bunch of really offensive things, and we had to fire it. Uh, the pie has been replaced with Danny, and now we are kind of back to where we were, except here in different chairs. It tried to grab the steering wheel and take us back, but no. No. <laughs> oh, we live in a hell world. Oh, it's, let me tell you, all of the all of the uh, the news that we've been learning that's non Eurovisiony is so dire. So let's get to some other news. Or actually, no, we gotta let's throw it to the social. Sam, throw him into the pit. Ah, well, join us in the pit. It's fun in the pit. It's warm in the pit. There's a slice of pie in the pit. I regret to inform you that the pie is racist. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, it's milkshake duck pie? What? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, anyway, find us on social media in all the usual spots. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 12PointsUSA. Email us directly at 12PointsFromAmerica at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, if you have it in your heart and potentially in your wallet to toss a couple of dollars pounds euro whatever your local currency is our way we would love to have your support you could find us on patreon and for as little as three dollars or the local equivalent uh you can help support us and help make more 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 content happen and more exclusive stuff will be coming down the pipeline over on patreon as well our normal content isn't going anywhere it just helps us make more stuff uh we're currently on a twice monthly give or take or once every two week uh, podcasting schedule so right now if you feel like you're not getting enough content here it's it's our normal post eurovision lull we are on summer vacation i just came back from a trip uh eric came back from one short trip he's about to head on another we're all running all over the place so it's easier for us if we go every two weeks but in the meantime you can find everything on patreon or at your local podcast for your choice so thank you for following us. And uh, speaking of Patreon, Eric, do we want to give a quick shout out to uh, to one of our beloved patrons? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Great job. I sure would like to. Uh, so I will. Uh, this week, we want to give a shout out to Edmund, uh, one of our uh, 12 Bucks from America uh, folks, I believe. Yeah, he, he got the, the set of 12 Points from America trading cards that are exclusive to that tier. I hope you are in, enjoying them. Uh, and I know Edmund has been with us for a long time. Yeah, uh, that's and, a name that I so, recognize even. So, yeah. so Edmund, thank you. Uh, really good friend of the show. Definitely. Uh, thanks so much for for continuing to listen and put up with our nonsense uh, here in America. 
a stupid country that sucks. <laughs> Just cut right to it. Yeah, I got. I came up with one. It took me a minute. Yep. From America, the stupid country that sucks. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we should have stayed in our respective countries, Sam. Perhaps. I was going to say, let's, this isn't about was that, Canada, though, Eric. Yeah, how what, was Canada? How, okay, yeah. How what, was Canada? Okay. What were you doing in Canada, by the way? Let us I don't know. Us with your with your stories. Okay, yeah. So we we drove we drove up on a deserted highway in North Dakota, and and so we hit the border. We crossed into Canada, where the deserted highway continued the same as it was. It's the same. This is my favorite, like, folk country western song from the 70s. Like, this is this is verse number one. Love this. Yeah. Uh, then you, and then we got into Winnipeg. And Winnipeg is, it is a pretty big city in terms of number of people and in terms of size. But, like, it, it's so spread out. Like, it, it doesn't feel much like a city ah. for, for really much of it at all. That sounds really negative. It was, it was a lovely place. <laughs> It's hardly a city. Yeah, uh, it was. It was. It was nice. Um, everybody was very apologetic, as you expect. Uh, we went to the Goay show. They were amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we found we were kind of driving around the city a little bit on our on the next day. Like there, there appears to be a, a decent sized uh, Ukrainian diaspora there. There are a couple of absolutely stunningly gorgeous Ukrainian Orthodox churches within like a within like a half mile of each other. Mm. I thought you were uh, going to say a couple of stunning Ukrainian babes. <laughs> I probably, I don't know. Uh, it, yeah, it was a it was a cool cool little city. Show was awesome. The opener was a group called Balaclava Blues, which Sounds is right. I, I I think yeah. I want to say they're actually Canada based to some extent, but also Ukrainian based to some extent. They were also very good. They were uh, sonically and culturally a a perfect opener for a group like Go A. Mm -hmm. Uh, They opened with Shum and they closed with Shum. (laughs) Uh, They 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 came out for the encore and did the original non Eurovision version that they Ah. that they couldn't use. I, I was a little surprised that they opened with with like the big one, you know. Thought like you got to save that for the end, right? Well, they did, <laughs> sort of. Uh, they they did, you know. They did Solove. They did my favorite song from their album from a year, few years ago, which I am not going to pretend to know how to pronounce, but it's oh, it's awesome. The uh, musicianship, uh, particularly the flautist. Or it's not like a flute, but the Ukraine, the flutey thing. Igor, what's his name? Igor, the one who was yeah. also in the one who was also in Kalush. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Anytime he and Katarina sang together, it was just stunning. And anytime he played his flutey thing, was also stunning. Like it was just, it was just such an amazing <laughs> show. And I'm really, very, very envious that you got to see them. <laughs> yeah, take that, Sam. Well, okay. You also went on a trip, though, Sam. I did not, not, not to see go away, though. No, no, but but yeah, I, I, uh, my, my boyfriend and I actually uh, road tripped all over over Ireland. He's uh, at time of recording still out there. He plays ultimate frisbee and is um, his his having a he's having a great immigration time. problem. Oh, oh dear, 
Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, his couldn't get enough. Yeah, his his frisbee accidentally f flew over the border and ended up in northern and, and northern Ireland, and then he just pissed off a border guard. No, it's it's um. So, so he's just still out there, but uh, we decided to go a week early and just tour around the country. And I, um, I've upgraded. He's now my fiance. Actually, he Sam's getting married. Yeah, holy crap! Holy uh, crap! That's a thing I never thought would happen. <laughs> so, so it's it's a real shame that we have to wait till after the wedding to get your opinions on him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, rank top fiancés. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, yes, he's up beginning there. End of list. He's up there. <laughs> uh, congratulations, Sam. Thank that's, you. Yeah. Thank you that's, very much. That's fantastic. Thank that's you. really great news. Here's here's my question. How how Eurovision-y is the wedding going to be? Um, Are we going to get any minor acts, you know? Are we going <laughs> to get, are we going to get like teach in? Are you going <laughs> to? Yeah. Will and you what song him... will be playing when you uh, come down the aisle? Actually, uh, honestly, in all seriousness, I I have always kind of wanted to walk down the aisle to the to the Todayum. Wait, really? Today, yeah, she's mentioned this before. <laughs> yeah. What 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 are what are some like ceremony appropriate Eurovision songs like at a wedding? Like at the reception, you can play anything, but like during a wedding, besides when we're old, which is seems like the obvious one. Um, I'm thinking, um, my, my brain is going to like a nice instrumental, like string quartet version of Kedvisham, I think would be lovely. Hmm. I, I honestly, I'll, I'll, I'll leave this to our listeners. Uh, what would be on your, that is a good question. Your vision wedding yeah. playlist. Like what, what, what should I put on, on my playlist and completely confuse the hell out of my friends and that's, who don't know. That's your... right. You get to decide what happens at Sam's wedding. <laughs> We heard it here first. I regret everything. Gotta, let's put it on Patreon. For 50 bucks, you get to put whatever song plays during the recessional. Yep. <laughs> Tune into our so, Patreon to watch a video of Sam dancing to your song. That's right. <laughs> Some say you can't put a price on love, but we had 12 points from America. We are not above that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's let's boogie into the news. Um, we have a couple of little things here and there, but I think the the big thing that we got to touch on is uh, the EBU making a decision that it ain't gonna be Ukraine, as yeah. far as the host city. That's what, like, <laughs> yeah. I think I, Ukraine didn't win. I mean, I think that all of us who know how the contest works and how long of a process it is to, to get a host city kind of hammered down. I think we all logically knew, you know, as much as we would have loved to have returned to, to Kiev or to have gone to Lviv or another city, this isn't the right time uh, just in terms of logistics and, and international security. And uh, it just, it, it breaks my heart, but it's just not, it, it can't be in the cards yeah, as much, as, much as the Ukrainian government would love to invite an international delegation it's it just can't happen mm -hmm. we don't we don't even know what's going to happen over the next couple of months it's so so unpredictable i i think it's it's a, a tiny little bit of a you know a consolation that they were able to host eight years ago or seven years ago um 
So it's five, not like they've got five, five years. <laughs> five years. Five years. Do I hear four? Just five. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Three is my best um, offer. So it's not like they've it's not like they've gone through a horrific drought of of even finishing very well at the contest. Um, but it is disheartening that they're in a position where they can't host, which uh, being physically unable to host is, is I think, exceptionally rare. Um, and the EBU has said, uh, basically, it's going to be it's going to be Britain. So, well, they've said they're in talks with the BBC. Yeah, I mean, so, and yeah. I, I, I think them coming in second, I think they are basically, you know, it's 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 happening. England is happening. Or Scotland. Well, yeah, seriously. Or Scotland. This. Or Wales. Or the Isle of Man. Ooh. <laughs> Would they vision. even be able to? I can't imagine there's a venue. I there. can't imagine either. Mm. Uh, Derek has supplied us very handily with um, what else but the betting odds <laughs> on, uh, on, on what British city could possibly be our host. And I honestly do think that the top two are probably the top two obvious choices, uh, yeah, Glasgow Derek- and, and, and London. Yeah, Derek, 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 go through the go through the list of our our top five here. What's what are our most likely bidders? Well, I mean, we should preface this by saying these are the betting odds, so it could be. I anything. know that's. Oh yeah, take it, <laughs> take it all with a very large grain of salt, uh, and wash it down with an iron brew or something like that. So I mean, who knows? I mean, who knows? Hey, well, we can get into the specifics after. But the top five as of right now. Uh, number five is Cardiff. Number four, Manchester. Number three, Birmingham. Number two, London. And at number one with 30% odds is Glasgow. Woo! Oh, I would love that. Oh, I would love that. It's, I've been to Glasgow the, twice. Oh, it's such man. a great city. It's I've the site of the Eurovision movie as well, right? That's right. Well, well uh, kind of. Or, so it, it was the filming location, I should it say. It was yes. the exterior. The ex. Okay. Oh, that's right. It was. Yeah. Okay. So it was. T- the Eurovision in the movie took place in Edinburgh. The exterior of the venue is in Glasgow, and the interior of the venue is Tel Aviv. So <laughs> they get around. Yeah, yeah. well, Europe is a just one big community. I would have thought that Manchester would have been kind of at the tops since they have sort of a shiny new HQ to show off. Manchester I, seems really low on this list to me. I honestly. agree. I was really thinking that it was going to be Glasgow and Manchester vying for numbers one and two, especially with the BBC's recent push to sort of decentralize and sort of decapital, de-Londonify everything. But, mm-hmm. you know, uh, again, these again, are betting odds. Who knows? I think Yeah, I think yeah. London is uh, unnaturally high because it's London. And it just mm-hmm. seems like an obvious choice if you're if you're a layman putting money on these things. Right. I think behind the scenes, it's a much different conversation. Mm -hmm. It should be noted that a whole bunch of other cities have also tossed their hats into the ring, uh, either publicly or not, um, just to go through the list. Again, this is from Wikipedia, but we've got Aberdeen, Belfast, Birmingham, Brighton, uh, which, of course, hosted the the contest the year that ABBA won. Uh, Cardiff, which we mentioned before, Edinburgh, uh, which it hosted before, Glasgow, Leeds, which would be great because I could... In my in my in my head in my heart of hearts, I can just imagine like Kim Joy from the Great British Bake Off or the Great Hearing, <laughs> and just like having adorable. Oh God, if it's in Leeds, I'm going to be lining up at whatever bake shop she's putting stuff in, just because her stuff is amazing and cute. Anyway, Liverpool, London, Manchester, Sheffield, Sunderland, and Wolverhampton. Um, <laughs> Wolverhampton. Yeah, Wolverhampton. Yeah, world city. It's the DC uh, knockoff character. 
they couldn't possibly do Belfast. They they no, wouldn't, would no, they? No they, way. Even that's a Why little not? too prickly to sort of be the Britain representative um, at an international event. I think that's still a prickly situation. Yeah, I, I just don't see the BBC putting this on the island of Ireland. I just, I don't. Especially after that Kenneth Branagh movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, no, no, got to keep it home. <laughs> yeah, I, they seem like all of these are places I've heard up, except for maybe Bradford, which I assume is short for Bradley Whitford. <laughs> <laughs> he has an arena. Yeah, he's got his own arena. Using all that West Wing money. That's hey, right. <laughs> really? You knew about Wolverhampton? You're a big Wolverhampton. They have a know, pre- they have a they have a yeah. Premier League. Yeah, team. Yeah, Wolverhampton oh, Wolverhampton, right? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah they, I, if, I, we're we're I, not for their soccer team. I would not. But if it, yeah, it was then, like, it was the Wolverhampton Wanderers being mentioned in a Monty Python sketch that may have actually been the first time that I ever heard the words Eurovision Song Contest was in that same sketch. Yeah, Danny, uh, the World Forum sketch. Yeah, Christ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all coming full circle. Yep. I see. Come uh, on, uh, Wolverhampton. If, if if I were a a betting type guy, and I'm not. I I really think these odds for Manchester are way too low. Way low right now. I, I still I, think Glasgow has the best shot, but I think it's between Glasgow and Manchester, not Glasgow and, and, and London. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. We, we, Eric and I were at the show, and there was some discussion. A lot of people were saying Manchester would be the best choice if yeah. the UK won. I mean, they've got a massive arena. They've got the BBC infrastructure right there. It, it does make sense. But honestly, you can make similar arguments for Glasgow just because they also have an amazing arena. It's a great city. And I believe, you know, BBC Scotland, a lot of their infrastructure is located not too far from the hydro. So. And the food's better in Scotland, right? Please oh. assure me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and if it's not, you've got enough whiskey nearby. That, oh, yes. I just drink myself. Anyway, I'm just I'm just hoping, you know. Glasgow 2023, sponsored by Moroccan oil and Iron Brew. <laughs> Is Moroccan oh, oil coming back? Okay. Uh, uh, I don't know. Three words. Three words. Tunnock's tea cake. Yes! That yes! Tea cake. Give me yes! that sweet, sweet marshmallow goodness. Oh, oh my God. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Oh, I hadn't gosh. even thought of that. Yeah. Presented by Tunnock's tea cakes. Just yes. one giant Tunnock's tea cake. Yeah. There, there is also, I guess, the the slim possibility that the BBC will ultimately just pass, Duh. and at, at and at that point, we don't really know. It seems like Belgium is interested, and you know the the usual suspects, Sweden and Spain, are are, are interested. Iceland has said they're interested. I, I I hope EBU is maybe not picking up the phone for them. Just for my financial sake. <laughs> it's Iceland no, but, calling. but the flight is so easy for us. Yeah. yeah that's and the that's only where this, part. Yeah. That's where the easiness ends oh, is, I, is the issue. Oh, I know a great hot dog stand right in the middle of the city. <laughs> well, they can win and, and then they can host the hot dogs. Just like, a, yes. <laughs> hot dogs, 2024. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. In conclusion, we don't know. Stop asking. Oh, <laughs> city went. Okay. I mean, it seems like we're going to get it sooner than we expected. Yeah, I mean, we have to. We all know how long it takes to put all this stuff together. We'll have it by mid-August, probably. I would imagine. Yay. All right. So that brings us to our uh, 
to our main feast today. And oh boy, let me tell you, as someone who actually like didn't pay attention to the OGAE uh, second chance business for the past couple of years, <laughs> this is a fun little watch because they've they've curated some real niceness for us. I I love the OGAE second chance contest. Honestly, it's it's such a great way to remember and relive some of your favorites also rams from all over the Eurovision sphere. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with it, I think we've covered it last year as well, but for those of you who are uh, are new to the show uh, or new to the contest, the OGAE is made up of a whole bunch of national chapters of fan clubs from all over the countries that participate uh, at the contest. Not every country that participates has a chapter, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But generally speaking, if they're, if you're in a country that has a chapter and that country also had a national final, they can nominate and also ran a non-winning song from their country to take part in the second chance contest. And then all of those clubs will vote and the winner will win. It's, it's a low key fun little way to spend the summer. Now, when is that actually occurring? The, uh, their, the little voting and contest itself. I, I believe we should have an answer of who wins by, I want to say, near the end of summer. I see. Okay. Yeah, I don't have the exact dates here, but... It'll be going for a while. Okay. Yeah. So it is being held, quote unquote, in Norway this year mm -hmm. because Kano's monument won last year. Sure. And it should. Which... which Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. So they 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 have host cities listed on the on the Wikipedia page for yes the second chance contest. It, is there something that happens? It's it's yeah. really symbolic and ceremonial. Gotcha. Perhaps that's why Ustersund hosted four years in a row. It might just be where the where the guy who or, or girl who or, or person who runs the contest that might just be where they live for all I know. Oh, oh, actually, yeah, you're probably right because yeah, they didn't actually win all of these. Denmark won in 1989 and uh, still held in Ustersund, a city of uh, 49,000 people. I thought you were going to say uh, it's actually just a train station where they have OGAE. Anyway. Yeah. This year, we've got a roster of 27 songs, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. uh, and before we started recording, uh, one of you, I believe it was Derek, had an interesting question about one of the extra, one of the competitors this year. Derek, do you want to run that by me so I can answer it in front of the class? I was curious why San Marino's entry was listed as rest of the world and not just San Marino. Well, that is because San Marino does not have its own OGAE club, but there is a chapter for non-participating countries, just OGAE rest of the world. So basically the ROW club will take the entries and national finals from countries that don't have a club of their own and basically select one of those other remaining countries. This year it's a San Marino song. So I see. But in the past, you know, before Iceland had their own club, uh, OGAEROW ended up winning second chance contest a couple of years ago with an Icelandic song. But because Iceland now has a club of its own, they can't pick the Icelandic songs anymore. So, oh, yeah. All right. So 27 songs. Uh, it is our our God given duty to <laughs> determine which one is the best. <laughs> he said duty. <laughs> duty. Yeah. And it's a big duty. Um, I think I already know what Eric put at number one. Maybe. Probably. 
Maybe. Uh, so I think we're just going to run through a top five. Maybe we'll talk about honorable mentions, but I do think that some of our honorable mentions are probably just going to be on other people's lists. Um, right. Someone else ought to start with their five because my five is... Five is stupid and dumb. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I can pick a solid four, and then it was just like, ooh, what do I want to pick for my five? I had the exact same problem. Yeah, I had... I had Derek, I'm going to put you on the spot. What was your number five? I'm going to butcher this. So I'm just going to say the country. My number five, after a lot of deliberation, was Albania's Fiji. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Theye, right? Theye. That was my honorable mention. That was, that was my number six. Yeah, yeah that, that, I mean, I think I agree with everyone else. I, I had a really hard time. I think I had written out like eight songs at one point. I'm just like, well, three of these have got to go. Mm-hmm. And I was back and forth, back and forth. Finally, I'm just like, okay, number five. Congrats, Albania, you got in. But I, I was really impressed with them. I thought he had really impressive vocals. Um, I don't know. And I think we could have a conversation about would any of these have done better than the ones they actually chose? Mm-hmm. In some cases, yes. Some cases, no. In some cases, I'm not entirely sure this one. Uh, hard to say, but... Well, if it would have had the same draw, it would have had the same good shot in the first semi. Uh, yeah. So, but, yeah. I mean, I don't think they would have put this first. In the no, first no, semi, no, like they like not. they did with with uh, with secret secret. I think secret was the, was probably the better choice, but uh, yeah, you know. probably yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, his, his obviously live vocals he can perform were... a little better live. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. His, I mean, uh, yeah. The studio version I thought was was pretty dynamite. Yeah, live vocals were good, not great. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Agreed. But hopefully he'll come back in years to come because I think Alban is definitely talented. I think there are definitely a lot of fans who are going to be keeping their eyes on him in the future, myself included. I think we could say that about a lot of these people. Oh, yeah. Try again. Except you guys. I mean, maybe a few I would not say. But if we're all listing our top five, I mean, any of these people, definitely. You've got a lot of potential. I think uh, work on it in a year's time or so. Mm -hmm. Easily get in there. Uh, Eric, how about you? All right. So like Danny, I, I have a I have a really solid, very clear top four. And then uh-huh. number five, I was between a bunch of different things. And and the overwhelming majority of them were just the the bop sort of songs, but they were but they all sort of had that Melfest reject vibe that we talked about. Yeah, I think good in, but in not the, great. In, in the last episode. Like like th- these are all really solid, like it's borderline qualifier at Eurovision, but it just it, you know, it didn't feel especially unique or interesting. They were all kind of replaceable. Mm. with each other like like you could have swapped around the countries and you wouldn't know i feel like i I have a bit of a connecting theme with a lot of the ones i picked this year in that they're kind of weird and kind of proggy i think there was a lot there was a lot of of did you as a matter of fact Ah! my number five Ah! is lithuania yes yes (laughs) i am so glad you know what eric Uh, eric yeah yeah. So it's mine. Yes. Lolita Zero. Okay. I got to say this about this. Uh, this is one of, I, I might have talked about this before, but this came nowhere near my top five. But I always, <laughs> I always appreciate it when a song is sort of, well, not only like sort of artistically challenging and kind of out there, which this is, um, but also is like 
if you can imagine like a person in 1980 trying to predict what kind of wacky future music we'd be listening to in 42 years, and that's what I'm actually experiencing, I always love that. And that's what this really is to me. Like this might as well be in the fifth element. This is great. Yeah, it, it is it is very Luc Besson-y in, yeah, its, in its presentation. Not your and, mother. But, yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. I I when I was doing some work and listening to the songs. I wasn't watching super closely, so I heard maybe the first half of this song and 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 thought, oh, this is this is actually really interesting. I can't remember what this is. I look over, I see the presentation, and be like, oh, that okay, yeah, I remember this now. Uh, and I think that's a, I mean, that's a testament to the quality of the of the song, uh-huh. like like yeah. not your mother, as weird as it is, vaporwave Sumerian god. Yeah, I think that's like what they're going for. But it's yeah, it's really, it's really, really good. I think it would have been. Uh, it would have been a hard sell. It, it would have been, been a, a real, yeah, a real yeah. conversation starter if it had gone to the contest. No, yeah, I think I think if uh, if Achille Lauro can't make the final, I don't think this can. Right. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I I also have a very soft and squishy spot in my heart for this one. I um, the thing is, this is not the first time that we've seen Lolita Zero at at the national final in Lithuania. I know it's a recognizable name. It's a name yeah. that I've heard you say before. Yeah. The previous Zero. appearance under the name Lolita negative one. <laughs> Slowly increasing. Yep. Uh, no, we, we, I think Lolita appeared in, I want to say 2015 or 16 or 17, the song called get frightened and was, <laughs> this sounds on brand. Yeah. And actually the, the <laughs> main vocals were actually performed by Yuri Vaklenko run, run with the lions, Yuri, huh. but, but Lolita was presenting as more traditional drag. This is like Lolita evolved. Like this is just mm-hmm. like the next level of Lolita zero. And it's mm-hmm. this blurring the lines between just drag and art and just weird, lovely, atmospheric i i can't get enough of it It, it's i i love it i yeah i'm i'm feeling very very happy that i wasn't the only person to put to give this some points good good (laughs) all right danny uh so um (laughs) i have to apologize for number my number five uh, but but i can't apologize uh, you guys know how much of a, I don't know, I seem like inoculated to scumbag jams. Um, oh, no. I, 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 love, uh, <laughs> I love Jezebel way too much. Um, don't worry, it's not Latvia. Um, no, that's not the one I was worried about. Yeah, number five, it's Denmark. <laughs> No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, these guys are having way too much fun being absolute dirt bags. This is full effects. This is rave medi hard drang. Yes. Uh, these guys are just these guys are just having fun being absolute scummy, weird, fun party boys. It was very infectious. It gave me a lot of do you remember a few years ago at, at uh Melody Grand Prix? Uh, there was the song that was the farm boys telling you to come back to their farm. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, 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 yeah. That was Norway. Yeah. Oh yeah, giving me a lot of vibes like that. Like, yeah, it's kind of corny and they're you know sort of scummy and sleazy, but I love I love that so much. I love All that right. vibe so much at Eurovision. Anyway, I'm yeah. feeling I'm feeling so vindicated. So <laughs> I, I, I'm just Good. so happy that at least I was going back and forth and back and forth about whether I wanted to give my 
my one point to either Lithuania or Denmark. And I feel so good that they both been good. What was the one that you guys were afraid I was going to say? Superman. Superman. Oh, God, Superman. no. No. No, that was Macedonia, right? Yep. Oh, yep. no. That no, absolute no, no. dork. Like, I can take... <laughs> I can talk. I, I was. It was never getting points for me, but I swear every time I, I see talk. that video, I smile because <laughs> yes, it's just so dumb. It's so it looks, dumb. It, it's yeah. This it it's, looks like a Thirty uh, Rock joke. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I'll, I'll I'll note I'll note it took a last second tiebreaker to keep that from going to Eurovision. It was oh this my close. God. Right. What do you got at All number right. four? All right, Derek. My number four goes to the beautiful country. Rest of the world. <laughs> this game. <laughs> and I'm not a I'm not into opera and stuff, and every now and again opera kind of pops up. And uh I think it's really cool. And I'm always impressed with the vocal acrobatics that they could pull off. Uh, I don't think this was as good as Laforza from Estonia a few years ago, but mm-mm, mm-mm. I, I still was really impressed with this one. It's and it definitely good. stood out among all the others. Sam has a as a national final ever had an opera singer that was like Florence Foster yeah. Jenkins that was just like really bad. Oh god. <laughs> um, I'm sure there has been. I may have just excised them from my memory. Um, All right, you, you're you know, listening this... at home. We want them. We'll do a reacts video. We'll do an Let opera reacts. Uh, this one struck me as sort of the 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 annual Balkan banger that a Balkan country wished they would have sent. It wound up being San Marino instead. With yeah, that with the Spanish that... artist, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, San Marino, never change. All right, Eric, what about you? So in keeping with a sort of proggy, but also pop vibe, this one was another one where I, I listened to it and had kind of forgotten about it and then went back and I ended up listening to this one a bunch. This could end up, if I if we did this a month from now, could actually end up being ranked higher Uh but I really love this. It is the song from Serbia, uh, Mushkachina by Sarah Joe. Oh, uh, sure. it, it is in in some parts just sort of a, a straightforward pop song at times, but it messes with these weird time signatures. It has that weird droning thing at the start of the chorus. Mm-hmm. And and it's uh, it's just a bit off. It just seems a bit uh, just a little bit more intriguing than than a lot of these other straightforward songs that that I didn't give points to. I think this song is great. I, Sarah Joe is fantastic, mm. and and obviously it's hard to argue with what Serbia ended up going with, but uh, this would have been a cool one to to see as well. I think. I like that she's staged at the very beginning, much like I was staged inside of tube slides at playgrounds for my entire childhood. <laughs> oh. Wee. I can see it. <laughs> All, right. All right, Sam. Uh, did you my... also pick Serbia? I did not. I, oh, I went with Germany. Point? Germany. Germany. Hold on, back up. Germany? Felicia Liu, Anxiety. Anxiety? Yeah. I I this asked... economy? <laughs> that's all we got. That's all we got, man. That's all we that's all we freaking got. Uh no, I honestly I really enjoyed this one. It was modern, it was immediately catchy. It was like Germany, you're on the right track. Just send this. And of course they didn't, but uh it just it's that sort of well thought out yet still very organic singer-songwriter pop 
with that still has that really nicely produced edge, even though it was very much, you know, if you look at the video, the official music video for it, it's her doing it all in her, in her bedroom and like doing all everything her, on her own because of COVID restrictions. And I really appreciated sort of the independent artistry of it. It's also just a bop. It's it. I hear it. I listen to it. I, I listen to it on a relatively heavy rotation right now. Germany, you are on the right track with this. And so, yeah, Felicia Liu, anxiety gets my... We were all rooting for you. At least I was. You were the chosen one. Oh. I was rooting for it. Yeah. All right, Danny, what about you? Uh, I'm going to get killed by Eric here. This is where I put Australia. This is, this is ah. I'm the Voyager right here. It made the top five. It's not my cup of tea, but I can at least acknowledge that it's easily top 50%, easily top 25% of, of the selection that we're looking at here. I think I would have would have enjoyed this much more at the contest than uh, than old Shelby boy that we got. <laughs> I wonder how Voyager would have done. Like I think well, they would have. I, I think they would have made mean, it through. I'm not a hundred percent convinced on this one. Yeah, Moldova did pretty well. Let's not. Yeah, know. Moldova's Moldova. Moldova's sort yeah, of Moldova. its own. Yeah. I'm not sure what comparison you're making exactly uh, between I, I, those. Listening to this one, though, I, I remember when the video first came out, and I thought, oh, this is really cool. But it felt a lot like it was trying to be Eurovision 2021 and not 22. Like it would have kind of fit into that theme a little bit better, that whole 80s thing that everyone was doing last year. I see. And this year, I don't think people were going for that. I'm not sure if that means anything. I might have done fine, but. All right. Are we ready to move on to our third placers? Yes. I guess. All right, Derek. All right. This one uh, kind of surprised me. I wasn't expecting this. My number three was Slovenia's Mim Pravel. That's my really? number three as well. Oh, yeah. Oh. Ah. Okay. Batista Cadillac. Batista Cadillac. What a great name. <clears throat> yeah. I had that I, in my I, top 10. Yeah. I really liked it. It reminds me a lot of the vinyl my parents used to listen to when I was younger. Uh, I a saw real... a comment. There's a comment on oh. YouTube uh, that's like one of the top three that says if they would have given this to Amy Winehouse when she was alive, this would have been a hit. And that's exactly right. This is this is very much like an Amy Winehouse kind of up-tempo kind of jazz-adjacent jam. I really like this too, especially to yeah. think that they passed this over and... and <laughs> In favor of disco, oh, Slovenia wow. was was on one this Whoa. past year. Uh, <laughs> it's it's weird to see a national vinyl produce a song like this, let alone multiple songs like this. The the way that they did. I'm not saying that this and disco uh, were basically the same, but no, no, no. But, but it's that, a little weird. It's a little weird. Yeah, we'd have that yeah. much retro in one. National yeah, vinyl. Ex extremely uh -huh. retro. Not just like '80s. Like the ride was retro. Well, oh, the ride is dated, not bad. I had to hold on for the ride of my life. When oh. I come on every time. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you there, Derek. I, I really like this one. All right. Uh, so that gets both Derek and Danny out of the way for the three points. Uh, all right, Eric, what about you? I'm a sucker for songs like this, and I don't know how to say, I, I don't know what I mean when I say like this. But my number three was Norway. Oh. Someone by North. Oh. You used to be someone I loved. Now 
I'm just someone you hate. You made oh, yeah, no, fun I, of this one. I, I made yeah. fun of the lyrics of this on this show, but yes, dang yeah. it. It's a great song. It was performed incredibly no, it's well. Not. Yes, it is. Like a symbiote. And and uh, I I a just think song? it's really really nice. Yes, I I will go as far as to say it's a great no. song. It was it was Black second bird, place. Then somewhere over the rainbow, and then someone from Norway. MGP. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't say it's an incredible song. I just think it's a. <laughs> It's a really, really nice song. Yeah. Shut up, Sam. What's yeah. <laughs> I, I do agree. I think it was very well performed. Listen. I thought he sounded really good. I think yeah, lyrically, that's... that was the only thing yeah. holding it back for me. Yeah, it was a fine, fine song. Distinct not... lack of wolves, as it turned out, uh, <laughs> yeah. for, for Norwegian tastes. Apparently, yeah. cannibalism. True that. Uh, my third place, uh, even though this wasn't my favorite song from the final, it just goes to show how strong the final was. Uh, I give my three points to Bess from Finland with Ram Pam Pam. If they had put Hurricane by Cyan Kicks in the selection, it would probably have gone higher. Uh... However, it's, it's what the OGAE decided. That's that's how you know the Finnish chapter decided to put through. Uh, but Ram Pam Pam, it's still a bop. For, for something to be that catchy and that fun in a language that I normally can't make heads or tails of, it, it's really, really well constructed. It's it's fun. It's cheeky. It's I I loved it. I absolutely loved it. So, yeah, three points for Rumpa. Also, Rumpa. amazing pyro. Yes. Great pyro. And I don't even mean pyro. that facetiously. Like, that is a creative use of pyro, and it's really cool. Yeah, like the... the, the, the Flamethrowing. Yeah, what, what do you think are baseball bats? But then all of a sudden they are pyro and they're just swinging it around. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Points for pyro. Yeah, Derek, you're number two. I've got two already. Yeah, yeah. we right. both have the same number three. Or not? Oh, that's true. We skipped over that one. Mm -hmm. uh, my number two was Malta's boy. What boy? <laughs> Sorry. Excuse me. Okay. Danny, before we started recording, you said, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're all going to have the same stuff here. We do oh, not. Okay. Wow. How, what a fool I was. Yes. What a fool you have been. <laughs> and maybe okay. this song just hit me at the right time. I thought she had an incredible voice and I thought her performance was really, really good. And I'm admittedly, the song itself is not spectacular, but it really got my attention while I listened to it. And I would love to hear more from her. That was definitely in that that sort of group of six through ten for me that I I didn't bother to rank out just because eh. <laughs> there's better things to do in your life, yeah. That's right. Like listen to Serbia some more. Hmm. <laughs> All right, Eric. What is your second place? Uh, uh, second place is where I put Germany. Uh, I I agree with everything Sam said. I think it's I, I think it is it is worth noting. It was not good live. Yeah, it was, I didn't. It want to didn't. It. It, it, it's it's a tough song vocally. You don't really think about it when you're listening to the to the studio version. But when you when you hear somebody doing these these sort of rapid fire lyrics in the chorus and stuff, it 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 kind of just just fell apart. And I can see why it didn't win, even though it was a huge favorite mm. go, going in. I mean, I think everybody thought this song was was it, Chief. But nope, just wasn't. Uh, wasn't it wasn't a great live song and and 
that's that's not to take anything away from from Felicia or anything like that. It just mm-hmm. uh, it, w- one of my favorite songs of the cycle for sure. And uh, it's a shame we didn't uh, we didn't see it at yeah. uh, at Eurovision. Would it have finished higher than last place? Yeah, they sent the right song. How could you say that when that when it got six points? It also got a really bad spot in the running order. Yeah. I don't think anxiety would have fared much better. I, if, I don't know that it would have done a ton better. If she had tightened no. up the vocals and done something a little bit more innovative with the staging with her, maybe it would have done a little bit better, but probably not out of bottom 10. Yeah, yeah it, it seemed like the, the song was absolutely Eurovision ready. The performance just wasn't. And unfortunately... Uh, when you're that's in a national it. final, that's yeah, that's it. What you got, yeah. It's yeah. It, it's. We should point out though that we're looking at like national final performances. Any national final performance by the time they get to the live show at Eurovision, they've improved considerably. And if oh, they haven't, they usually don't qualify hmm. most of the time. Most of the time, because I, yeah. I think like most watching the, the grand final, I feel like a lot of them improved pretty drastically. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All Sam. right. My second Your place. Opinions, please. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm giving my four points to Australia to Dreamer Voyager. Yeah. Uh, this is absolutely. This is so up my street. I a little bit of that electro, a bit of that rock, a really charismatic frontman, a keytar. I. I give me a freaking <laughs> guitar any damn day of the week. Uh, I, my favorite I, part is when he has to quickly lunge over to press a couple of keys on the keyboard <laughs> because he, for, he forgot that that was coming up. Ooh, I absolutely key. love that. <laughs> ah, I got it. And it's only like three notes. It's great. But still, I, I loved it. I, I rock the hell out to this, you know, crank the music up. I, I'm, I'm so into this. And, and you could tell how much they wanted it to. It wasn't just, oh, my, my music label said that this would be a good thing. Like you could tell that they were really putting everything they had into their, into their performance. Mm-hmm. We'll hear uh, from them again. Oh yeah. I certainly hope so. My God, I hope so. I mean, for oh, them man. with Australia, there are three acts that I'm dying to see again at the national final. It's Voyager. It's Jaguar Jones. Damn right. I love, and it's electric fields. Mm. I'm still waiting on. And if the, if the universe is listening, Please give us give us any of those three again. Anyway, Voyager Dreamer gets my four points. Danny, number two is where I put Bess. That's where I put ah. Finland. Love from Pum Pum. That's you know if if we gotta have a a nice little you know um, slow mo adjacent hot girl bop, then then let's put it high. Uh, I, I I've already I've already agreed with you, Sam. This was this is just tons of fun. Stage super well, sung super well, just a lot of fun. Totes, totes, totes. All right. Uh, are we ready for the number one. ones? The five number pointers. One. Derek? Oh, man. Got to be the one to start this off. Yeah. So um, I feel like I'm either going to pick the same song as everybody else or somehow this just didn't get any uh, love from anyone. My number one is the Czech Republic's Jazinki. Ah. I. This was oh, my absolute no. least favorite of wow of wow. the public submissions for this year because that's I, the one that I followed the closest and I did not like it at all. I really liked it. I didn't think it would win, but watching the national finals, I remember hearing this one thinking, "Oh, this is really cool." I think it has a lot of uh, atmosphere to it, which I is kind of neat. Um, I don't know how it would have done necessarily. I, I think they went with the right song, but I rather enjoyed this one. 
Yeah, this one's grown on me a little bit. I didn't I didn't rank this one this year, but it it Ooh. came pretty it came, it came close. And listening to it again today before we recorded this episode, I'm like, okay, this is better than I remember it being. I think in my head though, I still get that sort of witchwood vibe that I think has somehow tainted it. <laughs> it's like, no, not not all spooky witchy ladies. Hashtag are, choppy chop. Yeah. <laughs> but uh no it's it's beautiful it just it for me it just got overshadowed by other songs anyway uh eric what about you danny's insinuations are correct uh, my number one was australia yeah of course uh, it's, <laughs> it's amazing it's so cool i no i just i loved everything about this it, it is again very proggy uh and and would have been something so totally unique for, for the contest, you know, obviously rock didn't do very well this year, but I, I would be curious to see how it fared. I know name recognition carried Jezebel far further than it deserved, but yeah. I, I would like to think that this would have done at least that well. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was just such a cool thing. The only thing looking back at the live performance, I wish they had somehow worked in was there's a great thing in the music video where they hit, uh, those those big sort of low, low notes on the on the guitars like the the big bar chords and it does sort of a slow motion camera thing as they move around and whipping their hair around and things like that mm. i don't know how simple it would have been to try and incorporate something like that some into like live camera trickery but man that would have been cool to see and uh, i don't know maybe it was on the table if they'd made it but they didn't and that's okay i guess <sighs> So your five goes to Australia. My favorite thing, I'll just say, my favorite thing about Australia is because when I heard the song and I started following them and the guy on their YouTube channel would do like these updates and talk about Eurovision and other things. And he had one where he read the comments on the music video on YouTube and most of which were rather nice. But one of the comments that really stuck out to me was it's a really cool song, but lyrically it's a little too simple. And I think... That was kind of my big hang up on that because I usually really like Australian stuff. Mm. I think that's fair. I think it's a fair fair thing to say. All right. My number one. Uh, I'm kind of heartbroken that nobody else has mentioned this one yet, but my number one this year was Italy. La rappresentante di, I can't even say it. La rappresentante di Lisa with Ciao Ciao. For me, this was immensely catchy and upbeat. And it, it just it just grabbed me immediately. Uh, I absolutely love the lead singer's voice. Uh, We saw the band um, debut at San Remo last year, if I'm not mistaken, with a song called Amare, which I adored. And the song is just a dance party at the end of the world. And it's, it's so fabulous and so fun. And I I can't help but absolutely adore it. Uh, It also, if you look at the lyrics, it's basically head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Uh, but in Italian, and I, I, I appreciate a good language lesson. Um, it just chow chow. It's just effortlessly, brilliantly, fashionably cool, and I and love that it. Choreography. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> the hand thing every time. Yeah, exactly. Ah, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. So yeah, I, I found myself singing it to myself as I'm walking around the streets of Turin. Just chow. It just, it, oh, it stuck with me. I absolutely love it. And I, I hate all three of you for have not mentioned it yet. So anyway, Danny, what's your number one? 
My number one is also one that no one has mentioned even oh, in Oh, wow. Can you, can you guess what it is? Uh, uh, <laughs> it is Superman. No. Oh. It's, it's, Iceland? it's France. It's France. What? Uh, big oh. time. Uh, uh, this is so me. This is so me, though, you know? <laughs> I love a, you know, she'd, you know, stand there with a harp and play some synth over it, be really moody. She's giving me, like, big-time Sheena Easton vibes. Like, this is, it not only, like, sounds 80s, like, just the instrumentation and the way that it's kind of really sparse, but it's also really 80s. Like, that's just a vocal quality that reminds me of the solo female pop artists from the 80s, especially on the European side of things. Um it's it's not like they're deliberately going for that. That's clearly what she excels at. But it it really takes some plums to be like, "Hello, my my name is Pauline, and I'm calling my song La Nuit Pauline." Like that's <laughs> great. Good good on her. I I love this stuff. Stuff. I'm I'm synth pop trash. So of course this was my number one. <laughs> we love you oh. for it. Yeah. So that's four different number ones. Yeah, that's yeah. that's weird, and a lot of it, them were kind of out of nowhere, it, 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 including yeah, three that were not voted on by anybody else. Right. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. just putting our votes into order right now, but I think if anybody is listening at home and kind of doing the math, they could already figure out that Australia, Australia, uh, yes, has, has won. Uh, let me see. Enjoy what well else. All right. Yeah. So with 11 points, uh, Australia wins the 12 points from America. OGAE mini vote. Uh, coming up second with seven points, it's Ram Pam Pam by Bess from Finland, Anxiety and Nimpravil from Germany and Slovenia, respectively. Uh, tie for third place with six points apiece, just behind them. Three way tie with five points apiece. Uh, Nui Pauline and Chow Chow and, uh, and Jasinski, all of which <laughs> are voted on by literally nobody else. <laughs> Uh, Malta's boy, four points yeah. behind it. Uh, someone from Norway, literally someone from Norway, had three behind <laughs> that. Uh, tied with two points apiece, uh. we had uh, Mushkarcina from Serbia, Not Your Mother from Lolita Zero from Lithuania, and Heartless Game uh, from San Marino slash Rest of the World with two points. And bringing up the rear, uh, Thea from Albania, and Reven de Holdwang uh, from Denmark's Full Defect with one point apiece. Uh, apologies go out to the representatives from Iceland, Israel, Sweden, Croatia, Spain, Latvia, Ukraine, North Macedonia, Romania, Portugal, Estonia, Poland, and Ireland with no- No apologies. No Sorry apologies. guys. Sweden, Sweden, you were goddamn obnoxious. Go home. <laughs> I, I, I really gave a couple of points to, uh, to Iceland. If this were a 10 point- Oh yeah, sure. sure. I, I would have I tossed a couple to turn this around. I really God, I love to know your six through tens. So thank you for putting that in there. So yeah, that's Listeners should let us know if we're just being insane. Um, I need someone to agree with me that France is good. Good luck, man. I don't know what it is about the, the big, sometimes it seems like even when some of the big five countries are really, really elevated, some are just doomed. And I, I don't understand why that is like, like what is it going to take top five, big five? For, well, <laughs> that would be interesting. What is it going to take for a non-Big Five country to finish last? I mean, when was the last time it even happened? Um, let's see. It happened with Portugal. Well, okay, but they, they were an auto-qualifier. So, so if, if we extend it to that. Uh, let me... Actually, I have to think for a second here. 
I because I I think it's been a while. Who was last in twenty fourteen? Last in twenty fourteen, uh, that was France, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because that was that was. Uh, oh yeah, that's mustache. That finished last. Yeah, mustache, yeah. It looks like it might be twenty thirteen, uh, Ireland. Oh yes, only love survives. That's right. All right, so so we're going on almost ten years since wow. it, since something that wasn't an auto qualifier finished last. I think that is significant, and and it it's surprising to me because of the number of voters who don't watch the semifinals. It makes it makes sense to me that that some songs would get momentum from being heard earlier in the week, but for the number of people who apparently don't pay attention to that, I'm I'm amazed at how these auto qualifiers just sink to the bottom like that or that they just don't come mid table. Really? It's like near the top or at the bottom. Mm -hmm. You rarely see like France or Spain or something come like 12th or 15th. I'm going to do some stat Motron business with that. Maybe, maybe on our next show, we can get into that a bit more. Mm. Maybe, maybe. And you can check that out next time on 12th, America from points. Wait, hang on. Yeah, I think I think we're all kind of petering out here. But um, sh- shall we call it an evening then? Oh yes. All right. Uh, again, you folks at home, let us know what your favorites from this year's uh, OGAE Second Chance Contest were. Was our pick completely off the wall, or do you kind of agree with one of us? Let us know. Again, find us on social media: One Two Points USA, Facebook, and Twitter. 12 points from America at gmail.com. If you'd like to email us directly, find us on Patreon. It's also a really good way to get in touch with us as well. If you do, um, if you do reach out on Patreon, uh, if you're a member, but until then, I suppose I've been Samantha. I've been Derek. I've been Eric. And I've been Danny. And America. Stop Stop listening. Stop listening now. I replaced the pie slice. Served a nice plate of me. Duh. (laughs) Mm, Cannibalicious.